The first reading is from Nehemiah chapter 2, verses 11 to 18. Nehemiah inspects Jerusalem's walls. I went to Jerusalem, and after staying there three days, I set out during the night with a few others. I had not told anyone what my God had put in my heart to do for Jerusalem. There were no mounts with me except the one I was riding on. By night, I went out through the valley gate towards the Jackal Well and the Dung Gate, examining the walls of Jerusalem which had been broken down, and its gates which had been destroyed by fire. Then I moved on towards the Fountain Gate and the King's Pool, but there was not enough room for my mount to get through. So I went up to the valley by night, examining the wall. Finally, I turned back and re-entered through the valley gate. The officials did not know where I had gone or what I was doing, because as yet I had said nothing to the Jews or the priests or nobles or officials or any others who would be doing the work. Then I said to them, You see the trouble we are in. Jerusalem lies in ruins, and its gates have been burned with fire. Come, let us rebuild the wall of Jerusalem, and we will no longer be in disgrace. I also told them about the gracious hand of my God on me, and what the king had said to me. They replied, let us start rebuilding. So they began this good work. Thank you. And we're going to have a video clip, a brief overview of the story of Nehemiah. Um, And what I really like is that I've looked over and already the foundations that are made of the wall have disappeared. So we really do have to start again. So um, actually that works really well because that's exactly what happened to poor Nehemiah. Uh, Well, not just the people of of Israel. Uh, So I'll I'll show the video clip first and then I might do a, a quick recap. Okay? So if we can have the volume up loud... The day I found out that the walls in Jerusalem, my hometown, had been destroyed, I wept. Why? I asked God. My people tried to be good people. We made some mistakes, left God out of the equation sometimes, but surely we didn't deserve such destruction. I still don't understand it to be honest, but one thing I felt certain of, I needed to help rebuild. It was as if it was my God-ordained mission, and I couldn't ignore the calling. Fortunately, Nehemiah was working for the king at the time, and the king trusted him. Nehemiah returned to Jerusalem with the king's blessing, as well as building materials for his massive construction project. Gather around, everyone. I don't think I have to tell any of you how bad things are. You all have eyes. You can see the destruction. And while this probably sounds crazy, I'm here to help with rebuilding. God has called me to this task, but really, he's called all of us to it. Inspired by Nehemiah's faith, the people were willing to help, and they all set to work. Not everyone, however, was encouraged by Nehemiah's devotion. Three punks from rival communities were less than pleased with Nehemiah's plans. Who does this Weasley Nehemiah think he is, swooping in to save the day? Does he honestly think he can bring these knuckleheads together to rebuild this massive wall? God ordained mission my foot. Someone has a serious hero complex going on. Look, I don't care about his alleged divine mission. All I know is we gotta put a stop to it. 
As the people of Jerusalem worked to rebuild the wall, Zimbalat, Tobiah, and Geshem began plotting their demise. First, they tried intimidating the Jews. You call that a wall? If that's the wall your God is inspired, well, I've got some questions about your God. Nehemiah, your wall is so weak, it'll crumble the first time someone sneezes. But Nehemiah and the Jews were unimpressed. They continued building, which only enraged the punks further. Okay, okay, okay. So mockery didn't work. What's next? We got to attack. When they least expect it, we'll surround them with our armies. They'll be so surprised they won't know what to do. The wall will be back in ruins in no time. These threats were a bit more effective. The people were getting nervous. Nehemiah, we're doing everything we can here, but the enemies are closing in. I'm starting to think this was a bad idea. Pretty sure I agree to build a wall, not get attacked by a bunch of bullies. But Nehemiah, who had been praying all along, continued to trust God. Look, I know this is scary. <laughs> you think? But we've come this far. We can't give up now. God hasn't given up on us. I'm sure of it. Trust my prayers. Trust your prayers. Our faith and love is greater than the threats of our enemies. I, I want to believe the guy, but... Shh! Listen. Here's what we're going to do. Each day, I want half of the crew to build while the other half stands guard. And even when you're building, keep one hand on your tools and keep your sword in your other hand. The trumpet is the warning. If it sounds, stop building and join the fight. But even the Jews' preparedness didn't stop the three punks from cooking up yet another scheme. They've sent Nehemiah a note. Nehemiah, old pal, we got off on the wrong foot. Let's start over. Meet us a no-no? Nehemiah didn't buy it. His response was simple. Nope, working on awesome wall. No time. Sorry. When their outright attacks failed, they went for trickery. This time, they sent an anonymous note to Nehemiah. Yo, Maya, someone told me that you and the other Jews are rebuilding the wall and plan to rebel. Something about you wanting to be king? The Persian king is so not going to be down with that. Let's chat. But Nehemiah, still praying diligently, was once again onto their plot. He responded, LOL, no way. While there were more plots, Nehemiah saw through every one. His faithful prayers protected him, the project, and his people. We did it! Our God is great! In spite of the threats, the opposition, and the magnitude of the project, the wall was completed, and thousands of exiled Jews returned to Jerusalem. So, Nehemiah... Uh, before Nehemiah, of course, before Nehemiah, so he gets the message. He's off with the Persian king. He's not in Jerusalem. So it's one of his relatives that comes to visit and actually tells him about how bad Jerusalem is. Now, in the hearts and minds of, of, of Israelites at that time, Jerusalem was the promise. So the fact that, that Jerusalem, the city, was in ruins was just like, where... You know, this is this is this should be solid. This should be. Um, why why is it in ruins? So it was a really big thing that Jerusalem was in ruins. It's not just any old town. This is this is their kind of their sacred place, and it's in ruins. 
But of course, Nehemiah's been told this, and it has taken his, his family a while to get there and everything. So these, these walls have been in ruins for a little while. You know, ne- Nehemiah comes, and it's not that these, these walls have just been destroyed. They've been destroyed for a wee while, and nobody else has done anything about it. But Nehemiah is on his heart that he's heard this. He's been, he's been taken away to serve the king, and he's heard this, that the walls have been destroyed. And he's just saying, we have to do something. We have to do something. So, and I really hope that, that us as a congregation, we look at our community, we look at the world around us, and we just think in, deep down in our hearts, we just, I, I pray that all of us are going, we have to do something. I hope that we all have that heart. We have to do something. And it's not just about coming on a Sunday morning. We have to do something for our world. Not just be in our own nice little community and helping each other out. We have to do something. And that's what our vision day is about. What is it that we have to do? What is it that's on our heart that God is telling us that we need to do? I don't know about you, but now, now I'm, uh, I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm energized. I'm ready to go. Are any of you ready to go? Good. And that's it. The more, the more we get into it, the more we want to do it, I think. Sometimes if you, if you kind of, even I am a very, very shy person. You might not know, um, but I really am. Until you get to know me. Yeah, you are. I know, Carol, you are very shy. Um, but, but the thing is, for, for me, is that I kind of just have to just let go. You know, because I am a really shy person. I, I would rather go and hide away in a little corner than, than, than sometimes than be with people. And I don't just mean in front of people, I mean even just in a group. I do find it hard sometimes. But the thing is that the thing is when I do get with people, when I do gather with people, I come back feeling 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 better. You know, uh, gathering together um, makes us stronger. It does. Um, being on our own kind of we can, we can lose our oomph. When we get together, when we talk, when we do things together, we can be energized. And that's what Nehemiah did. He got the people rallied around and he just went, no, we need to do this. And, they, and, and beforehand, you know, they'd seen it. They'd all seen that the Jerusalem was in rubble. Did they do anything? No. But Nehemiah just gave them that spark and just said, come on, we need to do it. And that's what this vision day is about. It's giving us, trying to get us this spark to get us to do whatever we need to do. We're going to go on to our second Bible reading. So we have um, one of the Toynton twins to do our second Bible reading. And this Bible reading is taken um, from the book of John. So this is a prayer that Jesus says um, before he, this is taken, sorry, I'll just give you a bit of context. Jesus is saying this prayer just before he goes to the Garden of Gethsemane. 
Okay? So, and I think we know that in the Garden of Gethsemane, this is, this is where the kind of the end starts. So, the, the, the Bible verse, the, the, the prayer that he says to his followers, um, and at this time, all these things, uh, before then he was kind of, he wasn't quite open, you know, outrightly open about who he was. But at the end times, just before he was, he was taken away, this is when he says, you know, this is what's going to happen. This is who I am. This is what's going to happen. Pre- be prepared. And even still, they weren't prepared. But um, we're going to listen to these words that Jesus said. Um, and when the word says, on the first line, it says, them, that's the disciples. Okay. So have the words up on the screen. You need to be nice and loud. You almost need to have to shout. I'm praying not only for them, but also for those who will believe in me, because of them and their witness about me. The goal is for all of them to become one heart and mind, just as you, Father, are in me and I in you, so they might be one heart and mind with us then the world might believe that you, in fact, sent me. The same glory you gave me, I gave them. So they'll be as unified and together as we are, I in them and you in me. Then they'll be mature in this oneness and give the godless world evidence that you sent me and loved them in the same way you've loved me. That was nice and loud. Thank you. thought I'd just, because uh, I know she was a wee bit scared of coming up, so well done, well done. <clears throat> Technically, this is the sermon bit, and I think I've only got a few little notes. So, um, yeah, I know, I know, and don't worry, I know that the Grand Prix's on at one o'clock and it's live, so don't worry, it will be, we've, we've still got a half an hour nearly. Um, don't worry, it's not going to take that long. <laughs> um, but, yeah, oh, right, focus, I'm not very good at this. So, are you fed up of hearing about the Vision Day? <laughs> you might be by day, or you might be still not sure what it's all about. Can you hear me? Yeah? Good. Right. Just checking. So, or you might even be wondering, do we even need one? Do we really need this vision day? So I looked up on the internet um, about what is vision. Just as you do, you just type in Google. When you don't know anything now, it's just type in Google. So I said, what is, what is a vision? And, it, and on, on, on Google, so it's not a Christian response so it is just google's response a vision of course one is about seeing but this is the bit that more kind of lends to what we mean the ability to think about or plan the future with imagination or wisdom so that's the ability to think about or plan the future with imagination or wisdom and i really like that um, but the, thing, the added thing with it, I think, that we need to add for the, um, to type, kind of put the Christian emphasis on it, is that that ima- imagination 
that wisdom is not from ourselves. That imagination and that wisdom is from God. Now you might think, well, we've got a plan. We've got a plan. Jesus told us the Great Commission to go out and make disciples. And yes, that is our Great Commission. But, but what does it mean in a, in a smaller context? What does it mean for here? And that's what our vision is. What, what is it? And some of you might be thinking, well, do we need one? Do we even need one? Well, the Bible readings, that Bible reading, that second one, John, his prayer, says quite a few times about, well, it says the goal is for them to become of one heart and mind. So there might be one heart and mind with us. So they might believe that they are as unified together as we are that they might be mature, mature in this oneness. So all of that Bible reading is about being one, being a group. So that's why we need a vision. It is something for us to all get behind. It is something for us to all rally around. It is something to help us focus our efforts just to help us focus what we need to do. And it is to help um, boost us and give us a purpose. As I said, you know, Nehemiah, the walls were crumbling already. They'd already been crumbled for a while. Nehemiah, with his vision, gave the people a boost and they all rallied around. Even the ones, now I'm not saying that everybody built the wall, so some of them were protecting the people who were building the wall. You know, but also the people that were building the wall were still ready to fight and protect the wall that they had built. So it's not just all of us to build a wall, some of us to protect. But that's what our vision is about, finding out what we need to do. It may well be our vision is the same as before. Maybe... It may be that, that our vision doesn't change, but it might be that our response has now changed. How we put our vision into action might change. And this isn't a bad thing that our vision might not have changed. Sometimes it's a good thing to, be, to, to find out, actually, no, we're doing what we're meant to do. We're already, you know, that, that vision is still what, what was said years ago. That's still what we need to do. That's a good thing we're still on track in a way. We're still doing God's plan. So it's not saying that we have to have a totally new thing, although God might be saying for us to do something totally different. I don't know. We will find out on the 1st of October, which is my birthday, by the way. So I'm giving up my birthday to be here. And I have to say, I'm quite happy about that because for me, for me, it's really important for... For, for my birthday, I would like nothing better than to be looking at what my church is going to do in the future. It's a good thing. It's something that I'm looking forward to, and I really am looking forward to it, because this is our chance. This is our chance to say what we think God is telling us to do. And I don't mean that it's, just, it's not just the leaders that are 
are telling us what we need to do. This is everyone, whether you're a member or not, because this is your church. This is our church. It's not just for members. It is for everybody that comes. What do we think God is telling us that we need to do? So, our foundations are totally destroyed. And I think I'm going to not do the Lego thing for the adults, actually. What I'm going to ask you to do instead is I would like us to be a wall. Okay? I would like us to all, in a minute, to stand up and we're going to make a ring around the whole room. Join hands and we're going to do a ring around the whole room and we are going to be the wall. We've already got the things inside the wall. We've got some nice creations here. Have we got, uh, what, what creations have we got? We've got some interesting things. We have got interesting buildings. Oh, and I like this funny. That's what I love, is that all the weird and wacky shapes. And we've got some interesting people. Have you got any interesting characters, Ethan? Or the old Ninjago ones? Oh, right. Oh, no, that is a different creation. And what have we got here, Angela? You're building the church. I love it. Okay. So, as a response, I would like us... Oh, sorry. Sorry. Yeah. Oh, I do want to see yours. Yes. Oh, wow. Can I... Wow. It looks like a really old car. Oh, actually, it's a hot rod. A hot rod. So, see, you can even see the bits of the engine. Oh, right, and there's, there's one over here. Let me see. Oh, they're exhaust pipes. Yes, I can see. So I bet that, if it, if it was uh, real, I bet that's got a lot of noise. Oh, and you've made some stuff, haven't you, Alice? Let me see. You, I know you've made, you've made a few things. Um, there's, there's a tree. I do like a tree. And, uh, and we have some rocket, I think that's a rocket over here. And uh, we have a, a nice giraffe. Ooh. Oh, and, oh, what's this? A doggy. A doggy. Right. What do we have over here? Oh, this one looks, oh, oh, this one actually looks, this one's colour coordinated, like proper, like all the same colour bricks and everything, yeah. Oh, what is it? Well, like, I sorry I guess it's a house you do know there was reef bricks there as well yeah yeah and what what they've even thought about where the dog goes oh is that the dog flap there's a dog flap it's not a window it's a dog flap I love it right there's some of our our things that we've got built in our city and I think it would be too much to maybe do the bricks. So I think what I'd like us all to do is stand up. A nice ring round. So if you can come out of your pew, out of your chair, and we're going to go round in a nice big circle round the church. Yeah, and round the tables, around the tables. So if you come, come you can come round this way. Right. And we join up because I've got. Oh. 
of, of course. Right, can we, can you get a few people from over here? Can you move to over here? Because you're all scrunched up over there. All right, is that nearly all of us? Yeah, this way, this way. Okay, now, as we're doing this, and it was going to be that as you put the bricks down, as you put the bricks down, I, I want you to ask, I want you to ask God or think about what are the things that we need to rebuild or strengthen? What are the things that we need to rebuild or strengthen? Just pray, think about that. What are the things that we need to create? What are the things that we need to create or start up? Maybe what are the gates that we need to open? What are the gates that we need to open? Or maybe bridges that we need to build. What are they? So we're not going to go and go and do the hokey cokey. Don't worry. Okay. So I just want us to think about those things and just be part of that, that start of thinking about who, who we are. This, this is our church. This, peop- this here, this is our wall. We've made a wall. Right? This is our congregation. This is our, this is our people. This is our community. We're only incorporating this little bit, but I pray that through the vision that maybe we go, this, this wall stretches further than this church. This wall just doesn't, doesn't stay in this church. This wall stretches into our communities, into our lives. Okay? Father God, we pray that you are are with us in this final week of of thinking about what you want us to do, what you want us to be. We just pray that all of us will come on next Sunday just enthused. Two weeks. Two weeks, sorry. Two weeks. That we'll be enthused um, and inspired by you. And that's all of us, young or old. This is a church for all of us. This is where we come to praise you. But this is also where we want to show your love. We thank you for the love that you've shown us. We pray that we will show that love. And wherever we are. Amen.